0: Hey there, everybody. This is Bobby and Tom. We are the Noise Brigade, and we are here with your latest episode, and it is going to be about cryptids.
1: Yo. Uh, yeah, it's great to be back. Um, you know, we were took a little hiatus there. Uh, I was on vacation, um, and I, I did not find any cryptids while on vacation. Uh, well,
0: I mean, I guess that's the end of the show
1: then. Yep. Uh, I, again, uh, it's been great. Um yep. Wait, wait another two weeks and we'll do it again <laughs> yeah we, yeah I, I mean i didn't find any this week i
0: i didn't really look but i mean i figured if if it was meant to be that they would just pop out of the woodwork and be like hey let's let's go on um, yeah, exactly
1: hey, so out. you posted our poll though on our twitter i did i did uh, uh, yeah and it's funny i have played Scrabble and a very, you know, word friendly person for years and years and years and years. And it's funny knowing that what a cryptid actually is, I had no idea what the word was. Seriously, no idea. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of a lot of of these that we're going to talk about here, but actually had never heard that word before. So um, the, the fact that we're doing a podcast on a word that I just learned last week is Pretty astonishing. (laughs) Listen, man, I'm just kind of proud of the fact that I knew a word that you didn't. Yeah, there you go. You know. (laughs) But uh, no, um, really, uh, really looking forward to talking about this. And uh, was there any which one you wanted to uh, jump into particularly here? Because there's one that's on the top of my mind, or should we save that one for the end? Let's. um, You know what? Let's let's
0: let's go with a precursor before we get into to any of it all right so um, so first of all for those of you who don't know who just stumbled upon this and are like what the hell are these people talking about cryptids what is a cryptid so a cryptid it comes from cryptozoology which is the study of creatures that may or may not exist um basically like bigfoot or the loch ness monster and because so, so, so very many, and we're going to concentrate on North America for, for this show. Um, but because so many of them in North America kind of take on the form of Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster, those type of, like, it's either a big hairy ape dude or it's a, an underwater dinosaur, we mm-hmm. kind of skip them for this episode. Um, we're going to get into more, like, the stuff that has more personality to it, per se, now, I know if people who are fans of uh, Ogopogo or, like, the Lake Manitoba Monster or or Champ listen, they're going to be disappointed. Eh, sorry. Sorry for your luck. Those guys are boring to me.
1: Cue the hate mail now. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, that's another stopping point then. I say we close it up and uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, we're done. We're done. We, we've pissed off enough people. We can quit. So we referenced this, um, this poll that you threw out there last week, yeah. um, June, June 10th to be exact. And you said, uh, which is the best American cryptid? And it, you know, I, it's funny when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, hey, it's kind of an interesting thing you know, maybe get a little bit of a conversation out about the podcast or just throw a nice question out there. And it was cool because you had four choices on there. You had the Jersey devil, you had Mothman, Bigfoot and skunk ape, um, Bigfoot won with a not unsurprising seventy <laughs> percent. Yeah, um, and I think you know that that's one of those that we both grew up. Uh, you know, even a little bit before our times, even um, you know, people were actively looking for the Bigfoot. Um, you know, you, there was always a special on TV, or you had you know these these mysterious photos of this guy kind of wandering through the woods or the one thing that sticks with me. And I was curious to see um, if, if this would, you know, resonate with you too, um, the very early episode of the Simpsons, um, where they go camping and Homer gets all like (laughs) confuddled in the, in the woods and they, they kind of make reference that he's Bigfoot and it's just, it just cracked me up. So just, um,
0: so, you know, one of my favorite, and we won't talk too much about like Bigfoot and Nessie because again, they're, you know, they're there. Everybody knows them. Everybody talks about them. But one of my favorite Bigfoot related things is there was a Star Wars kind of like a what if referencing back to our what if episode. Go listen. Um, <laughs> but there was like a Star Wars uh, comic book or or novel or something. I think it was a comic book, and it was it tells the story of how Han Solo and Chewbacca end up crash landing on Earth. Like, back in dinosaur times, I think. And, or or maybe not dinosaur times, but they end up crashing on Earth. Han Solo ends up getting killed. And Indiana Jones ends up finding his bones. But the cool part of it was Chewbacca ends up being Bigfoot. Hmm. Interesting because I you know, could I, I could see that. And it, maybe it wasn't dinosaur times, maybe it was like Indian maybe or I'm sorry, not not Indian. Uh Native American time like hmm. you know some indigenous tribe finds him in America I believe and then they they kill him which not very PC but whatever. Um they kill him and then Chewbacca ends up being
1: Bigfoot. Hmm that's pretty cool and makes and then it kind of makes sense too based on you know uh, even if you don't like Star Wars you have to be somewhat familiar with what Chewbacca looks like so yeah but you uh, you made a comment there uh, prior to me kind of offshooting back into the survey that yeah we we kind of always already know these these big cryptids we know Nessie and we we know Bigfoot and we know we know these other ones and we, we don't we're not going to spend a ton of time there
0: right so but Couple, couple fun little facts that i found uh, the bureau of land management actually on their website which this is an official government website mind you actually has a page referencing cryptids um if you go to the web or if you go to google and you search um i forget what i searched to bring it up but i think it was cryptids in north america you can find this site and it actually it links to another site which is um and actually, it'll be uh, www.blm.gov slash blog slash 2020-10-29 slash cryptids-north-america.
1: You got all that? Yeah, we'll have to put a link in the... Uh, use. uh We'll link that over either on Twitter and or the Anchor um, yeah. description, so that's there. But yeah, it's... Cool. um Yeah, go
0: ahead. It's got got several little stories and like little facts about different monsters and where or different cryptids. Why did I say monsters? Wow. I just, I'm using all kinds of stupid words tonight, aren't I?
1: Eh, you know, but don't uh, worry about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think any of our 14 listeners are
1: going to be upset. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they are, it'll drop down to like 12. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Sorry, Jimmy. (laughs)
0: Sorry, Uh, but yeah. So you know, it's it's got all this cool information, um, including this one that I don't don't quite understand why they put it on there. It's called like the the whore dog or the hand dog or I don't know something like that. Handag, handbag? No. um, But it's in Washington State, and the guy who supposedly saw it for the first hodag. That's what it is. Hodag. Um, the guy who saw it for the first time admitted a couple years later that he faked the whole thing. Oh, uh, so, so that that's why we didn't really that one. Hmm. Yeah, we, we didn't really go forward with that. So, yeah. yeah but anyway, yeah. let's let, let's dig in, man. Let's let's start. Um, did you have any off the top of your head you wanted to start with?
1: Well, uh, I don't want to get to the big one yet. I want to save it because there's one I think. Um, You and I are special to both of you and I, and I think that'll make up probably the second half of this whole episode. Yeah. Um, So uh, the one that was interesting to me um, that, you know, I'm I'm just kind of, you know, thinking about as far as um, not, not completely random, um, but uh, you know, ones that are, are kind of still, in our, that, in, that were kind of in the area that, that we grew up. Um, you had made the mention here, the, the, the puck Yes. And I, it's funny because I, um, it is one of those things that triggered something in my mind from years and years and years and years ago. And I recall seeing this somewhere and I just can't remember where it was reading about this. Um, but I, I'd love, I'd love for you to kind of run through your notes here because you put this together and this was something again, that was from our area where we grew up. And I, I, I distinctly recall seeing it and, and learning about this. I just, it's, it's been so long that uh, it, it just kind of, you know, uh, it, it took almost like a, a memory just triggering. Boom, there it is. Synapses fired off and then it was like, Oh, cool. I'm going to, I want the listeners to hear about this. Gotcha. So the puckwudgies
0: typically found in, um, The Northeast, Uh, more specifically, it's normally found in New England, but, you know, down as far as Delaware and and Jersey. Um, And it's from, it's actually from um, folklore from the Delaware tribe and the Wampanoag tribe. Uh, It's a small two to three foot tall humanoid. It's got large ears, large nose and long fingers. Um, They're kind of kind of elf like creatures almost. Uh, they use magic, they create fire, they launch poison arrows, and they will lure people to their death. So they're not, you know, if you see one of these guys, you're, you you kind of want to steer clear. Um, the belief from these tribes is that they were originally friendly to humans, but they turned against them. Um, they've also been known to kidnap people, push them off cliffs, attack them with short knives and spears, and blind their opponents using sand so clearly this is where mr fuji stole blinding his opponents with salt Um, yes
1: i saw your note there and i laughed that's so good um yeah if you're unfamiliar with mr fuji throwing the salt in the face uh as a a a wrestling manager and um, that was in the 80s that's what you know he would do to to kind of uh you know Get the good guy off off his game. So I saw that note, and I said I had to make you make you say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then,
0: uh, so one of the one of the cool things about Pukwudgie's is they uh, they actually made it into pop culture in the form of the um, the Harry Potter universe. So one of the Ilvermorny school schools houses is named after the Pukwudgie. and actually each one of the um the house creatures or house mascots for the silverver school will be mentioned in this
1: list oh okay all right so I don't know that was just one of those interesting ones to me that you had put um um you know put down here note wise and uh we'll, we'll kind of have to uh I guess I guess maybe we'll circle back to that one yeah. yeah uh, based, based on your, based on your uh, little tease there. Yeah. Um, another one you did have on here. And again, we don't want to talk about these, um, uh, these big ones too much, but I, I want to just briefly mention this because it was, was on the poll and um, you know, uh, skunk ape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you, you live in Florida. Um, <laughs> you, you know more about this than I do. Um, so, so go ahead, just, just kind of quickly run us through why the skunk ape was included on the poll and what, what makes it such an interesting cryptid or not.
0: um, So yeah, Bigfoot, but from Florida. So, you know, obviously it's 10 times worse than anything from any other state in this nation. Um, obviously it has a stupid name because it's from Florida. I'm assuming (laughs) that every skunk ape also has a mullet, uh, or possibly a skullet, um, you know, I'm pretty sure they subsist on like gas station burritos and and probably uh, do they still make that that um, what was that nasty malt liquor that people were buying for a while that had the energy drink mixed in?
1: Oh, Four Loco?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they they subsist on on gas station burritos and Four Loko, um, and I figure more than likely most of these sightings are either probably lost spring breakers were methed out tweakers who got lost in the woods or the swamps that's that's pretty much where i'm at with skunk apes
1: i want to point out how quick that i was able to name that and then within 10 seconds i cracked the can open <laughs> i just want to point that out I, it's um, deep, it's deep. and it's not for loco though so
0: but maybe oh, well maybe you were just in florida maybe you got bit by one and you're starting to turn into one
1: that's very possible you know <laughs> <laughs> um deep. so anyway I, I had to i had to go there um one that you had mentioned there i another another while we're kind of talking about some of these bigger ones uh this one uh you also because uh, you know i'm I'm just kind of blowing through the little bit of the poll here but we're going to save the, the the biggest one for you and i for the end um but real briefly um the mothman yeah so um yeah go ahead because i have a little bit there too but i didn't want to uh go too far into this one again because it's there's a movie i mean
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so apparently man, the the mothman's weird to me because the mothman seems like he's had quite a bit of like notoriety outside of um like outside of just conspiracy theories and stuff um it it's from west virginia um it's kind of like a winged humanoid With red glowing eyes and stuff, and these big wings, Um, it's it's just weird, man. There's been so much. There was a book called The Mothman Prophecies based after it. There was, um, I don't know, man. But it's taken on. It's gotten. It's interesting because it's gotten on a huge, like pop culture rush lately like in june of 2020 there was a petition to replace all confederate statues in the united states with statues of mothman um (laughs) as of march 2021 the petition had 5,000 signatures i know i'm gonna sign i'm going and signing that because i'm I'm on board Uh, but like apparently there's a there's a DC comics hero named Mothman. There's been movies, there's books, there's just all kinds of craziness out there based on this dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't want to get too far down with Mothman. You know, I you can really, cause um, the one thing that sticks with me is like you just said, the movie, uh, you know, um, I think there was a big one about 20 years ago or so. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, it, it's interesting. It's a, it's obviously a, a one of the bigger folklore ones, um, you know, that's been around. So definitely was uh, definitely wise to include it. Um, but let's, let's kind of dive back into some more, maybe lesser known ones. Real quick, before we do that, I just got of point to
0: the past mm-hmm. or not to the past, to the cast of this Mothman prophecies movie. Cause I, you know, I didn't realize how nuts that cast was! Dude. It was Richard Gere, Laura Linney, Will Patton, Deborah Messing. Really, a pretty star-studded cast, right? Yeah, now. especially for the time, right? Yeah, two thousand two. So they were, you know, they were all pretty hot at that point.
1: So that's Yeah. Uh, huh. eh, so yeah, that's interesting. That's such I I I I, I, I want to say that I've seen it, but it was probably back around when it came out so i don't remember anything about it yeah um, i know no, i've never
0: seen it i i might now but you know i i hadn't
1: i haven't seen it as of this recording all right so let's uh, kind of dive back into some more maybe uh lesser known um ones and this is going to be a i you don't know this will be a funny one one that you have in our notes here is the Pope Lick Monster. You mean the? Uh, you're you're not talking
0: about the the Big Bone Lick Monster?
1: No, 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 no. And this is a Kentucky thing. So the Pope Lick Monster is out mainly in the uh, Louisville area. Uh, notice how I say that. I've looked yes. here long enough that I can <laughs> say that. Um, but you mean uh, Louisville? Yeah. Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> for our, uh, no.
0: our Spanish speaking friends, Luisville.
1: Yeah, Luis That was terrible. um
0: that was that was bad.
1: But no, the, 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 the in the Louisville area, um the uh Pope Lake monster um you have here is interesting. Kinda like a Minotaur, which you reference Mantar. <laughs> the 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 world famous wwf wrestler <laughs> the F. Uh, i mean it's for well what the yeah i mean if 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 everyone always ask my mount rushmore wrestlers i always say the rock hogan austin mantar no no no, no no on. no
0: no no you're way off man <laughs> no no it's mantar the gobbledygooker the shock master and then the gentleman who you posted a picture of below and I'll let you say his name for emphasis yeah yeah the yeti the yeti exactly um, that's the mount mount rushmore of maybe i was saying it right the first time mount mushmore
1: my god like, oh, there it is <laughs> the mount the mount mushmore of of really awesome gimmicks
0: <laughs> um followed by the ecw zombie
1: yeah yeah well yeah that's uh, come on <laughs> Um, but I have to read your notes here because this is, this is funny. So kind of like a Minotaur in Louisville lives under a train, uh, excuse me, lives under a train bridge on Poplet Creek in the Fisherville section of Louisville and gets people to get on the tracks or by jumping off the bridge and landing on cars. Um, part man, part goat, and part sheep creature, if you believe Wikipedia. And people say that it uses hypnosis or voice mimicry, and in some cases an axe, which... I read that was like, oh my gosh, that's a heck of a stretch. There, I'm (laughs) going to talk you into something, or I'm just going to wield you with an axe. I mean, that's a pretty, you know, hot and cold there.
0: (laughs) Okay, you don't want to, you you don't want to come hang out. Okay, well now 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 you get the axe. Here comes the ash, and or here comes the axe, and here comes the
1: smasher. So you know, you know. it's funny the uh, these these kind of these smaller cryptids it's so interesting that you have you know these you know the obviously folklore from native american history and then this you know folklore like this where it's like yeah you know this thing uses hypnosis or sometimes it just has an axe
0: <laughs> yeah and the description the description I read wasn't just, it has an axe, it was
1: it has a bloody axe. It's like... Even better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, moving on, you know, for another possibly meth-fueled uh, cryptid here, we have the Loveland Frogmen from Loveland, Ohio. So, these are humanoid frogs, approximately four feet tall, there was three of them noted in the first sighting, which was in 1955. All right. So, if I remember correctly, there was three Battletoads, right? Yeah. So,
1: maybe that's what this was. Maybe B- Toads is based off a of true story. You know, it's funny. A lot of these little things that we grew up with, they have to have some kind of folklore... You know, history to it. Uh, The people aren't that creative. Well, weren't didn't the Ninja Turtles have
0: frogs too? Like, weren't there wasn't there like a I seem to remember like a group of frogs that they fought against and then joined up with.
1: Uh, We're gonna have to circle back on that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, not. I don't remember, but yeah, go ahead on this one.
0: So, Homeboy saw three of these big frog creatures. Thought it was a great idea to stand there and watch them, see what they did. Because, you know, he was so brave and daring that he was going to stop him, I guess. I don't know. But he watched him talk for a little bit. And then one of them held a wand over its head, which fired a spray of sparks. And I want to know, where was he keeping this wand the whole time? That, mm. that, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. But anyway, when, when he sprayed the spray of sparks out of his magic wand, if you want to call it that, I'm going to think it was a euphemism for his little frog dink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy was just a sex pervert. That's what it was. Yeah, and uh, sounds like it. Yeah, uh, he he was watching. Never mind. Uh, but this caused this guy to flee when he saw the sparks spray out of the magic wand, quote unquote. So, and then, yeah. I mean, apparently, yeah. there there was a musical about them, um, in like 2014 or something like that. I think. So they're, you know, they're a thing, I guess. Not much, not much out there about them that I, you know, was able to find on my quick Google search. There's, you know, certainly stories, but not like massive folklore about them. What what, what are
1: you, what are you thinking on the Loveland Frogmen? Well, i never heard of them. I do like your battle um reference though. That's, um, it's kind of interesting if you think about it because, again, uh, I really think it speaks to how not creative people are. So I would almost like to see if that is actually interrelated to that. Just out of curiosity. Um, now, that Not as cool as um, the Pope-like monster. No. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. All right, dude.
0: So I, I just did a quick search because I had to um on, on on the loveland frog man because i because i needed to give more info and so from this comes from the Charlton terrors or charles charleston all right it's titled the loveland frog man ohio's most famous cryptid and it goes on to say what is the loveland frog man imagine kermit got a taste for bath salts and simply decided to go all deliverance on his porky paramour Full banjo crescendo. Miss Piggy running around as if it had just, as if she had just seen the devil. Gonzo with one of those fancy bow and arrows. Fozzie dead on the ground, his body ripped to grisly grit, while animals fe- while animal feasts on his entrails. Oh, the humanity! Beaker flipping a chainsaw in the air, dancing in a rainbow shower of blood. My editor just knocked on the door, told me I'm mixing my metaphorical movie moxie, and to quote, off the tangent. Anyway, back to the
1: program. Okay, <laughs> so that's the that's the first thing that I I, dude,
0: I, what the hell? I, oh, okay. All right, so I'm back. I'm back. I'm back with us.
1: All right, so. I don't know. We we we're gonna take these random sidebars. I think anyone that listens to this, um, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. All right. So we've run through some interesting ones. Run through the Pukwaji, the public Monster, uh, some uh, Skunk Ape, um, the Frogmen. The um, <laughs> kind of circling back to the Native American mythology, um, which I think is. I've always liked to frame it this way, and I'll try to get, you know, we'll kind of put us on a serious note for a second. Um, people always reference um, Greek mythology and and these, these really, you know, obviously things that you and I and everyone else has always had to learn about. Um, but in our own country, Native American mythology is some, something that's, I can't say it's lost, um, but it's, there's this huge, vast universe of it. Um, and yeah, granted, you know, some stuff is pulled for, for different, you know, movies and stories and, and, um, you know, the like, um, but, uh, these, uh, next couple of ones that, um, you have in the notes here, I'd I'd love to kind of hear your take. And, and I'm just going to kind of mention them together. Um, not that they're they're completely separate, but the, the, the first being the Thunderbirds, um, you want to kind of talk on those?
0: Yeah, yeah. And so just to piggyback real quick on what you just said, you know, indigenous folklore is rife it, with all of these awesome stories. And I feel like, like you said, it's it's scratching the surface what we normally learn in schools. Now, luckily, where you and I grew up, um, I feel like there was a pretty good, um, in the in the studies that we had for elementary school and everything, at least I know at my schools, we did some pretty um deep dives on some of the stuff uh, as far as the the native americans were concerned um there's really really interesting stuff and their history is our history and it's just so good there's so much interesting stuff to learn and i think that we could all be better off if we learned more of it and i think that the entertainment industry could really mine it for for gold there's so no, yeah. much cool stuff yep um but getting back on track, uh, like you said, so Thunderbirds, um, most tribes of indigenous people in North America from the U.S. and Canada seem to have some so- some form of Thunderbirds in their beliefs. So whether it's, um, you know, mostly in the U.S., it was the East Coast, the West Coast, and then the like the north, northern central uh, of uh, northern central part of the United States. And obviously Canada um, all had Thunderbirds there. And typically what you saw in Native American folklore with this Native American and and Indigenous people um, folklore was the Thunderbird was the controller or the protector of the upper world, which is where we are, uh, you know, the world of the living, essentially. And it fought against the creatures of the underworld, such as the underwater panther or the great horned serpent. And remember back to when we were talking about the Pukwudgie, Mm -hmm. this is one of the houses of the American Hogwarts, the Thunderbird, and also the Great Horned Serpent. So they were both houses as well, as was our our last, uh, well, second to last uh, entry on the list,
1: the Wampus. Yes, yes. And so... I'll do a little bit on this because the Wampus um, uh, Cherokee mythology has a similar creature uh, which is called an ewa, which is a half woman, half cougar. But the Wampus is located in Tennessee, uh, which is a state over from me. And the, the, the interesting thing with the Wampus, um, and this is one of those things that um, it, it, it's funny because it, it, I think this is how you always associate the Wampus. It steals kids. Um, that's, that's always, that's always been my association with that one. Um, uh, the, uh, the other th- things that that one would be known for is the fact that it smells horrible. Um, and if you hear it's cry, someone will die within the next three days. But so that's kind of an interesting one. Um, then you also make the other, you know, Harry Potter, excuse me, Harry Potter note here. So if you want to kind of wrap up the Wampus, then we'll get into our main event. Yeah, man. So it's just, it's Cool to
0: see so much online about it, and again, this is another one where this one piggybacks on, um, you know, indigenous mythology and indigenous beliefs, and kind of carries it over. And it's one where it's something believable as far as well, not not necessarily the half woman part, um, but you know, there's so many big cats that are out in the woods that that we have no idea where they're at and all that stuff. This one could be just big cat population, but it's still still really cool, man. I like I dig all the, the indigenous uh, mythology and all that stuff. And, and like I was saying, and like you said, you know, there's just so much more out there and there's, we could do an entire podcast on just that kind of stuff. And it would be, it would be awesome. But, But so before we before we get into uh the main event so to speak should we talk about the the uh the little the the ghosts that we were
1: yeah yeah it, it was funny because um you had this whole thing with cryptids and i'm I'm going back in my head and you know I, I realized these weren't because you know at least the one i put down and um uh because of you know the ghost um so ghost being you know the the, the, the spirit of a past um, living being, um, you know, I don't want to get into the explanation of what that would be, um, but not a cryptid, So, right. uh, but I have to mention it, and this will be a nice lead-in, both mine and yours, and the one I remember, and I remember hearing about this, I was probably middle school, high school, early high school, um, the Echo ghost, um, and there's different variations of it um but you know the, the that's one that you know oh, they, they they kind of the, go into the woods and flash your your flash your headlights or flash your lights this many times and go down this certain road um believe echo was Burt Mill Road to do it yeah and uh, supposedly the the echo ghost would would make make their appearance um so that was one i i, I just re- recalled and i only did it based on area thinking of what we're about to talk about Right. And I dude, I should
0: I really should have gone through my weird New Jersey books um and, and looked up some more good stuff out of there. But um you know, one that always stuck to me that was similar to that story was the Pedricktown ghost. And so the Pedricktown ghost, the deal was you went on this little and honestly the bridge to me was was scarier than any kind of ghost or demon or whatever that would pop up. Um it was this little rickety ass bridge in between um in between uh logan and pedgertown and it was like it was a steel bridge but it was all just wood crossing Mm -hmm. it like wood planks and it was so it was such a small bridge like two cars i'm i'm pretty sure two cars could go on it at a time but i don't really remember i know that it was just it was super tiny and it was something like you had to go to the middle of the bridge and turn your car off and and turn your headlights off or something like that and then the ghost would come and pull your car across or something like that I don't know something weird like that but it was just funny you know all the little the little stories that you hear growing up about where you live and
1: and that kind of stuff yeah so those those the um those kind of just work you know more like, like kind of firing off the things in, you know, the mind based on the big one, for us anyway. Yeah, for us, and and not, you know, the, unfortunately for us, the, uh, the poll didn't work out the way that I had hoped when I posted it. No, uh, no. I guess we so, had people that were outside of New Jersey voting. Mm. Yeah, I'm assuming. Um, so. I know I voted, and it
0: looks like we got 10 votes, so... It looks like only me and one other person, or me and two other people, thought that the Jersey Devil was the best cryptid.
1: One of them was me. Oh, well, <laughs> Here so we go. I don't know who the third person was. So it's like the left- NWO. Who's the third person? Right.
0: <laughs> so thank you, whoever, whoever the third third member of
1: the NWO is.
0: <laughs> the,
1: N, the NJDWO. Yeah, that's right. So the Jersey Devil wow what a what a what a talk about folklore that we grew up with yeah. um that this 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 is this could be its own series uh if we really wanted it to be oh absolutely um but no um you uh uh you had made a comment here and i to let you talk to this because i want to chime in um and we're just going to kind of go through well you know what before we get into our own little notes about it um maybe maybe catch some people up on what the new jersey devil excuse me jersey devil is yeah man
0: so do do you want to run through or do you want me to run through
1: well i'm just going to kind of go through with what you know the stories that my mom told me in an early age that jersey devil um was in the uh, the pine barrens and it was funny because i can actually recall visiting the Pine Barrens for really no other reason than just to go try to track down the, uh, the Jersey devil. Um, Because my mom was huge in the horror and huge in the folklore. So that was something that it wasn't just that, you know, these things that I grew up with in school, uh, these things where I grew up with my family, particularly my mom, because she was uh, very into these things. So for us though, this was more particular, not to just the state of New Jersey, but in more Southern New Jersey. Um, And, and in our area, um, the the Jersey Devils also um, called the Leeds Devil. Yes. Um, So um, like I said, lived, lived in the Pine Barrens. But why was it called the Leeds Devil? Do you know? Oh, well, see,
0: all right. I never quite, understood because there's two different reasons that I that I heard. So the first the first part and I never knew if this became if this came before or after but it was born in Leeds Point, New Jersey and it was born to mother Leeds. So I never knew if it was because it was born in Leeds Point or if it was because
1: it was born to mother Leeds. So I Always thought that this was this was an interesting one that uh, this was a child of Mother Leeds. That was kind of what I've always assumed. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I, I've seen different things over time. Um, you know about you know the child being born, and then obviously we can get into some of the features of what the Jersey Devil you know uh, supposedly looks like. Um, with the, the goat head and the bat wings and all that fun stuff. <laughs> and, and and the most, more notably the tail. Yes. Um, but there are things that I learned, like, I guess this would be past like learning about it, either past learning about it from my mom or something that like, either I learned about very early on and it stuck with me was that it was like mother leads child, but it was like the 13th kid. Yeah. Um, which would, is interesting because obviously the number 13 has a lot of different things with, you know, uh, bad omen, blah, 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 whatever. Um, so that would make sense there. I, I personally would have missed out on that fact because I don't remember that from being told things early, early on. Um, but then you get into this whole thing with, you know, the uh like i said you know how it looks and then but how far back this one goes um so do you know how how long ago this one goes back it goes back to the 1700s which is crazy yeah absolutely crazy so here you have actual american folklore that's like 300 years old yeah you know it's it's absolutely wild um and and I think the one of the reasons why this triggered memories for me, for like the Echo Ghost, and, and you mentioned the Pedricktown Ghost, was that the Jersey Devil, you know, even though this obviously is you know huge on the the, the cryptid list, particularly for American, um, was that it always kind of associated itself with being like a ghost story. You know, it it just was one of those things that people told, you know, oh it's gonna get you, you know, go here and and you know these 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 things to meant to scare people. It was told like a campfire ghost story. Yeah. You know, back when we were kids. Um, But I always remember hearing it named the Jersey Devil. No one, and I think it was probably more of a generational thing. I think it just, over time, the Leeds Devil name kind of got lost in the shuffle, you know. Um, But just kind of coming through some notes and websites here, um it looked like the jersey devil you know thing man really name-wise probably happened about 100 years before we even came around so (laughs) and and that's the thing like even uh even the the
0: print of the wanted poster i have uh hanging in the quote-unquote studio is uh it has jersey devil on um but it's like I've seen I've seen Leeds Devil I've seen Jersey Devil I've seen you know all kinds of different names. We we're Jabberwocky at one point, which is from um, through the Looking Glass. Mm-hmm. You know that they were calling it that for a while too. Like it's had quite a few names, and it, it, it is very interesting as far as how the
1: the naming has gone with it. So the um. Other things that I've, I'm, as far as like what I recall, Jersey Devil wise, I always known people, you know, I was part of that to try to go find the Jersey Devil, see if you can go see them. Um, I never knew anyone that supposedly had any encounters. Do you have any, anyone that had an in, interesting story with a possible encounter? No. Um, I can say- And I from- not mean to this to sound crazy, I'm just speaking because- sometimes even though we're talking about folklore here sometimes these things just these things just happen so
0: yeah i mean the only thing i can say is i did live in the pine barrens for a while um before i moved down to florida i lived in uh, well i went to i went to stockton which um and you were down there to visit quite a few times um, mm-hmm. right in the middle of the pine barrens Um, and then I moved to Port Republic, which is right up the road, but like further deep into the Pine Barrens. Um, and I can tell you that there were times when I would be outside at night and would definitely be feeling like stuff was watching me. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes, yes. But uh, No, and, and, and really if you're unfamiliar with what that area is, um, yeah, it's just a wooded area, but it's weird. It's such a different, you know it's a, it's a different kind of wooded area, I guess, because of where it's at. Cause you're so close to like the shore. And then you're so close to like big city, with Philadelphia, not being that far away. Um, so this, you have a pretty large exp- expansive area of, of woods there, but it's, it's almost unlike any other woods. You know, I lived in Jersey, um, for several years, many years, almost 20 years actually. And, um, I lived, you know, you know where I lived. I, I had yeah. uh, through three acres of, of wooded land. And, man, that was my backyard. And I've ran back there and never got scared like that, you know, or at least had any kind of inkling that, you know, that anything was lurking because it was like a playground for me. Right. Um, but that specific area, though, I guess because of the stories and, you know, it was just it. It was just weird, and there's a lot of other really bizarre things that are connected to the Pine Barrens that we could open up a whole nother podcast on. But, um, and and the, uh, the
0: the thing with the Pine Barrens too is it's not just that area. The Pine Barrens stretches throughout New Jersey, from the north to the south. It is it is very.
1: It's a huge. Yeah, area. It's huge. It's huge
0: for considering the size of the state. It's gigantic. Yeah. So, and you're right, we could probably do an entire episode on just the Pine Barrens. I mean, hell, uh, the Sopranos did,
1: yeah, yep, yep, one of the best episodes. Um, and I'm gonna go back real quick to again, my mom was the one that kind of filled me in on a lot of these early stories because she, like I said, was huge in the horror stuff and anything that had any kind of you know. Uh, I hate to use the words, but monster and ghost type story. Um, that's, that's basically, you know, you know, her, her thing. And so she would tell me these things and uh, you know, it was cool because it, it allowed me to learn a bit of the folklore, but then, you know, also kind of like connect things to real areas. Um, Cause even though, you know, I was like, well, obviously this thing's not been roaming around for this long it was still cool though because it put that thought in the back of your head that you know when you're a kid like maybe it really is you know so right um but the cool thing with her with my mom was that for uh 14 years she served for the 177th fighter wing and um, their mascot was the jersey devil
0: right um, so and it's actually the jersey devils that's actually on the the tails of their fighters. Uh, they yep. the uh, the F-15E Strike Eagle. Yep. Or they yeah. did last time I was up there.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. No. That's their that's their everything up there. And so I always thought that was so cool how I grew up, you know, with that. And then she ends up serving 14 years with them doing that. But then uh, you actually had wanted to be a part of the 177th, but you ended up going another direction.
0: Yeah, th- that was actually the funny thing is, um, when I joined, when I joined the 108, it's because I went down to the 177th recruiting office, and there was nobody there, and I couldn't find anybody. Um, but I originally wanted to join that uh, that particular unit, and I would have been a Jersey Devil, and that would have been awesome. But um, you know, speaking of speaking of the Jersey Devils. Uh, Dude, that's that's one of the things that's always killed me. Is I hate the the Devils. I hate the <laughs> New Jersey Devils of the NHL because they're you know they're the in the 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 rival you know the regional rival. But I've always wanted to love them because the Jersey Devil, and yeah. hell, they're one of the few sports teams that's ever claimed New Jersey in their name. You know the Giants and the Jets play in New Jersey. But where do they say they're from? New York. Exactly.
1: Yep. Screw them. Yep. It's funny. Um, Yeah. And I, and and a lot of this being because of mom, but we actually for years had a a New Jersey devil's ornament on a Christmas tree. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Because, which was funny because at the time I never thought much of it, you know, even though I was a Flyers fan, but you know, it was because I was connected to her. Right. It was never like, oh, yeah. And then as time got on, it's like, uh, I can't remember how old I was, but I was like, yeah, stop putting this on the tree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, and even their logo is cool. It is. But I hate them. I know. You know know what we have to say right now, too, right? Well, we were going to name this episode and we might name it that way anyway, but um, Hey Hollywood. The devil suck. (laughs) yeah we're gonna have to you know what we now we have to name it that
0: and then Uh, hopefully he'll listen and uh, or he'll at least just tell us the flyers suck which yeah yeah. they do right now but we'll just tell we'll
1: tell we'll tell him to fast forward to whatever minute this is and (laughs) (laughs) so
0: all right man let's we oh one more thing about that because it because it involves your mom um I remember going to the the Jersey Devil's Haunted of woods in Williamstown with you guys.
1: Yes, yes, and, uh,
0: that was the first time I ever went there, man, and it was it was cool. It was really really cool. That was an yeah. awesome uh, an awesome little haunted haunted walk that they used to do through the woods.
1: Yeah, and I, I you know and that, that's a little sidebar I'll take because that that elicits good memories with uh, with my mom. But um, yeah, you know, like you know I've I've said it several times already. I'm you a know, big fan of that stuff, uh, but. You you got to walk through it with us, um, and we were with some with some other friends, but you saw how her and I interacted with with those things. But because we grew, I grew up doing that. In fact, I I'd actually played um, a role at a haunted house at the one seventy seventh. Oh um, no, kidding! For a couple of years, so yeah, yeah. So that stuff was always a big part of my life, and uh, that's why you know as soon as you wanted to really hit the Jersey Devil here, I wanted to kind of. Kind of go with that one, but you have some other notes here that are really, really interesting that aren't related to hockey and aren't related to 177th. Yeah, um, so so yeah, go go through this because these are these are really cool. So the let, let's give the let's give the full story on
0: uh, on good old JD here. Um, so depending upon what what version you grew up hearing or, or reading or whatever, um, so he was originally the thirteenth child of Mother Leeds who lived in Leeds Point, New Jersey, hence the, the confusion over where the Leeds devil came from. But I think it makes sense with the with the family name. So we'll go with that. So this Leeds child, as the mother's giving birth, she says, let this one be the devil. And at that point, the baby came out and the baby looked all nice and normal. And then all of a sudden he transformed and he transformed into the devil the well, the jersey devil and he flew out the window and fled into the pine barrens and was never you know back in the house now i also uh, is that the is that the version you've heard growing up or did yep. you hear the one yep. where he was trapped in the attic
1: no no the the, the one that you just said um, i have heard both um, but but the one that i distinctly recall was the one that you just you just mentioned Okay, so yeah, I mean,
0: there's also there's another version where he was trapped in the attic and they used to feed him scraps, kind of like that that episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, we can keep going back to it where Bart had the evil twin that was in the attic, and they would throw him scraps, and then he escaped and switched places with Bart. Um, but it, it was kind of, uh, you know, that's that's the story that I always heard. And what I thought was interesting growing up was that was the, the appearances. So he seemed to, his appearances in public seemed to rise during times of war. Um, there was actually, I don't remember if it was during the revolution or during the civil war, but supposedly a soldier shot it with a cannonball and it went through the wing. Um, there were sightings in Philadelphia. It It, it crossed the bridge it went to philly it went i don't remember it going to delaware i mean who really wants to go to delaware uh um, didn't
1: want the uh didn't want the, the less sales
0: tax tax free shopping yeah yeah it, it had no need to <laughs> tax free shopping so there was no need to go to delaware no i mean the christiana mall is pretty cool but anyway um you know it, it was all over the place and it was seen all over the place but it in typically in times of war is when it would come out more often and I think part of what was so cool about it was it was ours, man. Like it was in, I remember reading um, stories of it being seen in Woodbury and stories of it being seen in like Glassboro and stuff. And so those are, you know, I, I can relate to that, man. I can see that. I can go to the place where the person said they saw that. And so it was, it was super cool. Um, and just going to school, uh, our school library had a book. And it was called the Jersey devil. And I used to take that book out like four or five times a year and just reread it and go through it and just pour over the pages and just read everything about it. And, you know, it was, I remember the cover and everything It was a red cover. It had white print and a black, like silhouette picture with the white eyes of, and black, uh, pupils of the, of the Jersey devil. And so growing up with that and living in that area and everything, I just thought it was the coolest thing. And I was super into it. Um, I mean, obviously to this day, I've got the friggin' print on my wall. I've got several books up on my bookshelf. I've got uh, the weird New Jersey books that mention it and everything like it's, it's, I, I don't know how to, how else to say I, okay, here we go. I did see a cool bumper sticker. And I almost ordered it. It was on TrueJersey.com, who I did. They did not pay me for this. I did <laughs> buy my uh, my print from them. And I've actually just reordered. Since I got uh, a new car, I needed new bumper stickers. And I ordered some Jersey Devil bumper stickers from them. Um, but they have one that says, The Patron Saint of New Jersey. Nice. I, I like I it. thought that was really, you know, I thought that was really appropriate.
1: Yeah, no, it you're not wrong. And that's the, that's the cool thing is that, you know, you have such this, this old for America, anyway, this old folklore that dates back to the, basically the founding of the country Um, and maybe even beyond that. Um, So you have this, you know, about 300 year old, whatever, roughly uh, folklore that, you know, has been, you know, one of those deals that's it's, it's, it's been passed down going from, generation 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 but then you know things change a little bit with it but the uh the cool thing is it's i think it's still one of those that even though it's been around so long and you have you know some pretty high-end um you know things named after it you know one being a uh, nhl team you have a don't worry that's not the jersey devil that's just my cat <laughs> in the background um, one being an NHL team, and then, you know, obviously we talked about the the 177th, um, you know, uh, there's still some untapped potential there for, you know, possible, you know, movies and, and whatnot. Well, there's, so, there's been some movies. But nothing like – Nothing huge. But that's what I'm talking about, like yeah. blockbuster, you know. That's yep. what I'm – you know, really, I still don't think that the big ones have been made yet. I think it's the only crit, and I could be wrong. I, maybe there
0: was a Bigfoot game out there somewhere, but it did have its own game on the original PlayStation.
1: Yeah, like, you mentioned that. Did you ever play it? I didn't,
0: because um, I didn't find out about it until well afterwards. But it was a uh, but it was a full retail PlayStation game. Um, I'm I'm sure, if I remember correctly, it it didn't do it justice. It was like he was like this purple like superhero guy um that just kind of you know it was like a like a bad action platformer um but still how many how many
1: uh cryptids can say that exactly exactly it's um i don't know it's interesting um you uh, also threw on here though outside of the original Um, PlayStation game I do remember this Um, There was an episode of the X-Files Based on this Um, Can we talk about this in more detail? I So now here's the thing I
0: only know that it was an episode Because I believe I read
1: about it Somewhere online I was not an X-Files fan I wasn't either I will say that this is one of the few episodes That I recall watching but unfortunately, I have a little recollection of how the episode went comparative to the actual story. Um, and I think it's because there was no connection made whatsoever. <laughs> <If> <laughs> um, I, let me,
0: you know, I'm going to go to the Google real quick. Um, and I'm going to, there it is right there. Okay. So it was season one in the very first season in episode five. So let's, let's take a look and see um, so let's see. It says um, investigate cannibalistic murders. Do they come across what seems to be an evolutionary relic, which may have inspired tales of the Jersey Devil? So it wasn't aliens, so or it wasn't um, wasn't bugs like I thought. I don't maybe I, I don't know what the heck I'm thinking of with with bugs. But I know somebody made the Jersey Devil into bugs once too, which pissed me off.
1: Yeah, I, I can't. I don't. I, that sounds familiar too. That, so, I just remember. I just remember the, the the show not really being connecting to any of the the history. Um, again, I could be very well off base. I remember. Again, it's one of those things that I was probably early teenager, I guess, when that hit. Oh, wow. Uh, this
0: actually aired on my birthday in 1993. Okay, so I wasn't quite but close. Yeah. So, so I was 13 the, yeah, day yeah. This, the day that this
1: aired. Wow. Yeah, so this is very most likely something I would have sat down and watched with my mom and dad. Um, so. Man, that's uh, that's
0: weird, man. Yeah, it was. Well, let me see. Okay, so this is so apparently it's somewhat based off of a like a an actual study that somebody did about whether mankind was hell bent on its own extinction. Hmm. Yeah. It was apparently the concept of mankind being carnivores. And eating its own tail evolved into the idea of using an evolutionary mutation that was a throwback to the Neanderthal. So okay. Mm. So that's what they were trying to do is to show that the dude was a Neanderthal and he was eating people.
1: All right. Know. You know, okay. I'm out. Right. I'm out on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I guess I just remember it not being very connected. So yeah. um now, you do have another thing here, because one of the things that we... And we'll have to get into some more comic-related things. We, we kind of mentioned these uh, comic items in passing. But, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead on this, because this is pretty cool. I don't remember this one.
0: So this was um, this was in the 2000s. There was an episode, or an episode, an issue of Fantastic Four, where Reed and Sue and Johnny and Ben take... Um, they're how oh, what i can't remember his name they take uh their son and daughter and some of their son's classmates into the pine barrens for a camping trip and they end up running into you know the people in the town don't know who they are because they they played up the piney aspect of it which if, for those of you who don't know piney is a derogatory term for people who live in the pine barrens, um, uh, because they're supposedly Basically they calling somebody a redneck But from right. New Jersey yeah. So um, Basically the, they they find some pineys And they're um, The pineys are like Oh you're coming here to make fun of us Don't do that And they're like no we're here for a camping trip And they say alright we'll look out for the Jersey Devil And so Ben starts telling them About the Jersey Devil And all this stuff and then they end up finding out that a bunch of the uh, townspeople have gone missing. So, of course, being Fantastic Four, they set out to find them. Well, they find them, and it wasn't the Jersey Devil who got them. Any guess of what it was?
1: Mm. Well, I have your notes here, so I, oh, I yeah. want sp- uh, to spoil it. All right,
0: so it wasn't Bigfoot, and it wasn't the Jersey Devil, it was aliens.
1: Uh, yeah, I saw that and was like, yeah, uh, there must have been some kind of similar writer to the X Files thing. Yeah, I, guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why everybody has to ruin the Jersey Devil.
0: Um, and it's, it's not What's even worse is it's not even close. Right. It's not even close. Like so, you know, we never really gave a description of it. So what? What for the wondering public? What? What do we? What does the Jersey Devil look
1: like? Yeah. So I mentioned a couple little things earlier, but. This was a creature that had hooves, had the goat head, had wings, and it had a tail. Yeah, um, and there's some really interesting, you know, uh, you know, people that have characterized or char- characterized um, what the Jersey Devil would have looked like, and it's it's not pretty. <laughs> no, and it's um, not an it's not an alien either, and that's what the you know the, there's a. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to go down that road, but yeah, no, it's completely different than what an alien would be like characterized.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the thing like the I think the most um, common one that I have seen is the uh, the one that's actually hanging on my wall again, not to keep plugging for truejersey.com, but you know, if true Jersey, if truejersey.com wants to, you know, shoot me a couple you know, little stickers in the mail or something for this. That'd be cool too. Anyway, um, the one that's hanging on my wall, it's a wanted poster and it has a picture. And this picture has been in my head since I was a little kid. It's, it's got like a horse's head, a long neck. Then it's got the little front hooves and it's got the wings and it's like kind of rear and back. It's got like a, almost like a greyhound's body. And then it's got like these really thin like stork legs and then hooves at the bottom of them, and it's it says the creature is often described as a kangaroo-like patchwork with the face of a horse, the head of a dog, leathery <laughs> bat-like wings, <Yep. laughs> horn, <small laughs> arms with cloven hooves, and a forked tail. It has been yep. reported to move quickly as to avoid human contact, and is often described as emitting a blood curdling scream. Approach with extreme caution.
1: That's it. You know that is it. It's. Uh... You know, you have this like crazy. Let's just pick and choose parts from different animals and put it together, basically. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's really cool. It's much different than the Bigfoot. And it's, you know, uh, just different. It's just different, you know. And I think, you know, this plays a special thing for for you and I and a lot of people that grew up in uh, that area um, because it's specific to that area. Right. But it, but it is, does have some national, um, you know, recognition um, based on different things that have happened. You know, we talked about it with X-Files and, and you know, the, the the Fantastic Four comic. Um, and yeah, there, there have been, a, you know, like you mentioned, the video game. And yeah, there's, there's been some, you know, movies or whatever, but I, there's just not been, you know, that movie or that, something because you have something this mythical for American folklore you would think that there'd be something and I'm not gonna say it would be a money maker but I could see somebody making a summer blockbuster type movie out of this and and trying to stick to the story somewhat at least and not go off tangent with aliens and whatnot
0: am I wrong I, I think you're right and I'll tell you what it's something I just learned just now so apparently Disney. Did it right. Disney Disney has a show called
1: American Dragon. It's
0: It's called uh, Jake Long, American Dragon. Not Daniel or not Brian Danielson, the American. (laughs) Um, And in this episode, he encounters the Jersey Devil. And they did a damn good job of making him look like the Jersey Devil. Um,
1: nice i'm shocked and surprised by this well at least someone got it right sort of right (laughs) but you said it's a tv show right yeah 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 okay so that you know that's great you know uh you know nothing not taking anything against the uh the tv shows or 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 anything um but uh, i really think that there's like a there's a i hate to put it this way but i think there's a popcorn movie to be made uh on this one that's like uh you know, got that Jurassic Park or Twister or you know, an MCU movie, like that kind of flair. I really, really think there's, there's something you can make out of that. Um, you know, because the it's just uh, not just folklore and it's not just history. It's uh you know it's pop culture too. Right. You know, so I think there's something 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 there. I think there's a built-in market
0: for it, honestly. I think maybe we're giving away, you know, some gold here by, by talking about it. It's possible. I think maybe we need to write this.
1: Well, you know, all right, let's, uh, all right. So anything that we've said for the last 30 minutes, let's completely ignore.
0: It's it's copyrighted. <laughs> it's copyrighted. Yeah, I'm, I'm copywriting it right now as we speak. I'm, I just submitted the application. Um, yeah. So Yeah,
1: I'll get to my script writing.
0: Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I'm, I'm totally good at, at writing scripts. Yes. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I do.
1: Jersey Devil goes. Wah! Pretty much. <laughs> that's it. Uh, People uh, run. Yeah, th- yeah. There's a movie. <laughs> Copyrighted. Trademark. Copyright. Copyright. Trademark. <laughs> All right. I think we, uh, we hit all of our notes here. This was, um, this oh, was one one to, one did you one have one something one you wanted out. to finish up with? Yeah. One
0: thing I wanted to shout out too. There's a, uh, there's a bar in, uh, just outside Port Republic called JD's It's named after the Jersey devil. So
1: say, yeah. Okay. All right. Another, another potential sponsor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, 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 and it's funny. Um, I know, uh, uh, I always, I always think this, and I know it's just his initials, um, John Dorian. Yes. Um, but every (laughs) time I hear JD, I just think of Jersey devil. So (laughs) in scrubs, speaking of speaking of which, yeah. Did you
0: see they were on, um, they were on, um, family feud really? Yeah. Tonight, actually. Wow. Okay. It was, um, because they did the you know they're doing their rewatch podcast where they they're him and um and um Donald Faison are watch are rewatching scrubs they started at the very first episode and they're rewatching and they're having people on to talk about the different episodes and stuff yeah. and um so tonight it was the uh, it was there it was called real friends fake doctors or fake doctors real friends is what their podcast is called so it was their team, which was Donald Faison and um, Zach Braff, and then people who worked on their podcast, versus uh, Neil Flynn's team. And Neil Flynn, for those of you who don't recognize the name right off the top of your head, it's going to be the janitor from Scrubs. He had a team. So. Oh, cool! That's pretty awesome. Yeah, now I haven't seen it. My mom sent me a sent me a little text saying, "Hey, turn it on," but you know we canceled cable, so
1: i and you, I you. Yeah, and it, I, it. I haven't watched that show in forever so i wouldn't have any idea of who's on it or <laughs> yeah but but no
0: man that's uh, i think that's pretty much a good place to wrap it up uh anything
1: yeah else? no this has been fun we uh, we hit a lot of random ones but then yeah definitely lots of love for the Jersey devil and uh no this was cool was, this is uh this is a fun one to kind of come back on um from vacation uh, especially after seeing the poll kind of really triggered some good memories and some good thoughts and uh, this has been a fun one yeah man
0: all right well that's going to be it for now thank you so much for listening tune in next week or later this week depending upon what our scheduling
1: allows but uh i think we're going to talk about some e3 Yes. Yeah, that was that was actually supposed to be our next episode, but um, we got back and I had some time to fit in on this one. So, yeah, let's we'll do E3. I'm going to have to kind of uh, beef up my notes as that goes down. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what's what's uh, on the horizon for that. Absolutely.
0: So until then, don't forget to bring the noise and join the brigade. We will see you then.
1: Take care, everyone.